0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Thirty Two Podcast. Here with your host, Brandon. Maybe New Zealand's number one podcast this new year, this new twenty twenty two. We'll see how it goes. But joining us today, we have a special guest with us, none other than uh, Priscilla Lovelia with us. You know, influencer model from Brisbane, Australia. Um, joining us, freeing up her busy, busy schedule for us today. This wonderful morning, uh, we're grateful. What's up? How's it going?
1: Great.
0: <laughs> Had some technical difficulties good, in I'm the good. beginning, but we're, we're 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 in business, so we're we're grateful to be here. Um. <laughs> anyways, um, we'll just go. Have, we'll go off and give a brief introduction. Give us your name. Um, don't have to give us your age, where you're from, and any if there's anywhere in the world where would you want to travel and
1: why. Okay, my name is um Priscilla Jane Alovili. I am 25. Um, but age does not matter to Tongan families because that's my mom messaging asking where I am. <laughs> um, if I could travel anywhere in the world, I would go to Tonga so I can be with my dad. Um, yes.
0: Love it, love it. Um, yeah, I guess we're just waiting for all these restrictions and COVID to slow down, so we could go travel to see our, to see our family. Um, I guess moving on. Uh, so right now, I guess you know you yourself, Priscilla, you know, right? You you know, influencer, do a bit of part-time modeling, you know, um, do a lot of stuff here and there. I guess give us a brief on what you've been doing now, like w- what you've been up to lately.
1: Um. Well, I don't really like the the term influencer or model. It makes me feel so awkward. <laughs> um, because I don't want to be an influencer <laughs> or model. <laughs> um, but oh, um, I've just been to be honest, the past year I've just been doing a lot of inner healing, um, and. Um yeah, just mostly a lot of inner healing. I did um Fiji Fashion Week. Um nice. I was lucky to do that because it was because of COVID, um they had to make it virtual. Yeah. So I don't know if I would have had that opportunity if it wasn't for COVID. So thank you, COVID, for that <laughs> one good thing.
0: <laughs> how they do it um, how they do it virtual?
1: So all the designers they um they just basically uh what is it called submitted videos of their models in their designs and then they sent it to fiji and everyone just watched online oh cool yeah yes that's super cool so that was cool yeah that's pretty much what i've been doing
0: nice nice um yeah i guess there's a lot of things to do this coming year, 2022 um yes and talking about right Fiji right you're also and your your dad in Tonga or whatever or where you want to go in Tonga I guess talking about culture and your roots like um you're so you're just Tongan or is there any other ethnicity do you have in you um I'm Tongan my mom's
1: Nguyen um she's half. her mom is Nguyen so my grandma's Nguyen and uh, um Oh, I don't know if I don't ever want to say this because every time I claim I claim this part of me I always get so much like people are not happy about it but I am um, my grandpa my mom's dad is actually part Samoan as well and my dad has Samoan heritage as well but yes don't quote me on that cause I don't <laughs> want to get no hate <laughs> mixed,
0: mixed of all the of all the Polynesia islands here um, that's yeah. super cool um, I guess how much of how much of that culture because here on the podcast we interview like a lot of um, Pacific Islander or Maori um, I guess influences here in, in New Zealand, um, in Australia and I guess a big part of it is how much their culture um, has has impacted their life. Um, and then I guess flipping that over to you, how has your roots and your culture made an influence or impact in in your life? Mm.
1: think it plays a massive role in pretty much everything I do. Yeah. Um, especially my upbringing. I grew up in a very, a very, very Tongan LDS household. So that's as strict as it gets. You got Polynesian and then a Christian faith,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and so pretty strict. Pretty strict.
1: (laughs) Yes, pretty strict, and it, it basically set the foundation for like the life I live now. I don't follow everything that I was taught but everything that um, that that makes sense to me and I feel like is it make it's a good has a good reasoning behind it um, I follow mm. like there's a lot of the tongue and things that I I don't really don't really want to associate with. Mm. with yeah I don't agree with um, but majority of the things that I was taught growing up and the Tongan culture, it's like it's still very solid with me. Even if I modernize it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, cause there's not, I feel like there's not a lot of things that I can apply when I was younger to now. It doesn't mm-hmm. really fit, so I'll mix it up, remix it a bit. You <laughs> know, um, I make it work, but yeah. It's
0: it's a huge part of who I am. Yeah, I I feel like especially in the Polish culture, and especially if if you're from a Christian background, like it does, it does get pretty strict to a certain point, and then like it kind of it kind of I guess ingrains in your you and your you yourself personally, and then what you I guess, because um, me myself right Samoan family, um, and like we take some Samoan um, things that we we agree with and then i guess kind of distance ourselves from ones that that don't really um that we don't really agree with but coming from a christian background and stuff like that like the one thing that i guess really sets us apart from is, is just that um family oriented orientated upbringing right family is everything to us in the polynesian culture and like it's just it's just always good to, because you always hear that saying right like um, Your family's always got you, like, no matter, like, you can have as many friends as you want, but no matter what, like, your family's going to be your, your their number one. Mm. Yes. <laughs> awesome. I agree with that. <laughs> and then speaking of, I guess, polyamorous upbringings, um, one, one thing that I guess has been pretty popular lately is, I guess, um mental awareness or mental health, right, and just helping people, um, I guess, grow from that mindset and help people who do, who are affected from that, and especially in, in our culture, in our community, right, I guess, how important do you think mental health in today is in our society, and more particularly, like, in what ways can we, um, improve in our culture, because like like if you think about it, like you know us as like we don't really like it's just been a popular topic recently, right like just not recently, but it's always been there, but I guess for us as as a polynesian culture and and influence and influences or families, right, we don't really speak about it, we don't really focus too much uh too much about about mental awareness or mental health um and it can I guess for some people like it's just. I mean a po- couple podcasts ago um I was able to talk to some people who are focusing on it, and they were just mentioning you know the importance of um being able to express express mental health and being a way to um not express it but being able to um communicate those those um feelings and those emotions and being able to be aware of it um so yeah so that's I guess yeah just flipping that over to like how. Do you think that um, us as a community or culture can be able to help our society in that way? Um,
1: could I quickly text my mom so no, she's. You're good, you're <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Sorry.
0: No, you're good. sorry. No, you're good. We can edit it out, so it's okay. No,
1: you're
0: cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like it's really, really important. Um, the conversation of mental health, there's, um, uh, I guess, like you said, it's, it's not a conversation that's just brand new. Um, but it's a conversation that's being more normalized and Mm. it's it's, 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 it's a really good thing to see. And, Um, I actually, I don't know if you know, but I have my own organization that raises awareness for mental health.
0: Oh, that's super cool.
1: Yeah. Um, so we started it in 2018. We started in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just after I came back from my mission and, uh, my dad and I, we went and did, um, like little workshops mm-hmm. a lot of them um uh at church but it, it was really cool um not to like <laughs> i'm not trying to advertise myself <laughs> no you're good you're we good haven't, we haven't done anything since my dad since since covid but mm-hmm. um something that i really liked that myself and my dad did with our organization is that Um, we had the perspective of my generation and then my dad's generation. Mm -hmm. And my dad's generation, they're they're real tough and it's not a conversation that they really like. And if it is a conversation that they have, instead of calling it, naming it by its name, which is mental health yeah, yeah. like mental illness, they'd rather, something that we realize is they'd rather blame like ghosts or bad spirits or they'd rather just like blame anything but mental health because that's to their generation that's a white people that's white people problem we don't yeah 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 that issue back in their time but it's really cool because um i i like that um like my own my own view on mental health changed when my dad's perspective changed Mm. because i understood from my generation's standing point, from my generation, our generation struggling. But I didn't understand um, mental health properly until my dad understood. And it was really cool because when my dad understood mental health, it it didn't just change him, it changed our whole family. Mm. And I feel like that's why it's so important. Um, Mental health is such an important conversation to have within our families because when when you're able to give that name give the give it its proper name, you also give space for learning and for understanding and um for healing and I hope I answered your question
0: <laughs> no you did you did you did yeah it's i I think that's amazing i guess um what was the, what was the organization called sorry you guys organize. Um.
1: I love home.
0: Oh, okay cool cool nice yeah. and that's super cool i think I think it's so beneficial for i guess our community to be able to know that there's people like you out there who is actually doing things right about it. because you're right like we don't we tend to think that it's that it's a white people thing or, or us as polynesians we don't really focus on it too much and especially the generation above like they're not used to being able to understand and express right those those different types of things because back then there's a lot of different types of hardships and trials and then right now especially here we have guess not similar trials but i guess similar things that affect you know that affect us um you know whether it be social media um whether it be you know cyberbullying or whether it be um right like um even like there's so many things that not only like you kind of like i wouldn't say that people are just like most it's a a rare occasion where someone is diagnosed with mental health on its own but I feel like most times right it can be experiences or troubles or things that have happened to them in the past mm-hmm. that can um I guess affect them or give them the that thing where they do have mental health issues
1: yes, yes. I feel like um what is it called like just going off what you're saying um it's. It is very rare to find mental health just. Just born with it, but if you if you trace it back, it's usually from, the line, your heritage, like mm. your ancestors, and that, like it will it will, it will literally carry with you, and I, um, I read something, and I heard something at a seminar I went to, oh, I forgot what the doctor's name was, but it was a Samoan sister. She's um. And she's a psychologist, mm. and she was saying that it's scientifically proven and it's historically proven within our Polynesian um lineage so yeah, that yeah
0: oh, that's that's pretty cool, that's interesting, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah, cause I would say like I mean, in rare cases, like the people that I know and the friends that I have that um i guess who do deal with uh, mental health or mental. Um, men, mental awareness like they they've been through like they usually go through something right in their lives mm-hmm. that kind of affects them and it can affect them in a negative way and then I guess it's just it's just how do we how like a lot of us not really knowledgeable or not really know how to accommodate to the individual who's been going through that thing and then so at the best case scenario we just be like hey it's okay like Things going to go all right. Let's keep mm-hmm. going. But, like, it's so easy just to say it, right, to people who, who've who been through those things, right? Because uh, there's so much more into it than just, you know, saying, hey, um, get over it. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. I get what
1: you mean. I have, um. what is it called? I have, I don't know if you know, but <laughs> I have BPD. Do you know what BPD is? Um, no. <laughs> wait do so you want to guess?
0: no I don't want to guess I don't want
1: to guess <laughs> I have a thing to say I'm a,
0: I'm a butcher I'm a butcher <laughs> oh,
1: so I have um, I'm diagnosed with borderline personality disorder mm-hmm. yeah and so like just like you said um, it's it's not something that just popped up like I wasn't I didn't Well, I was a really emotional kid, but um, I I wasn't just born like that. There was was trauma. There was a lot of things that Mm -hmm. led to that. And so, yes, hearing, just, you know, just get over it. It'll be okay. That's a a lot of fun conversation.
0: Yeah, it's it's not really good on the individual, I guess. And just, it doesn't really help, I guess, anybody. You know what I mean? Because then Mm -hmm. the fact that, like, let's say it's one of your closest friends and then, you know, they go through something traumatic. Um, and then, you know, you just be like, hey, man, it's going to be good. Let's just keep going. Like, it's it's easy. Like, cause it, I mean, one thing, like, it's easy just to say that, second of all, like, and then not only saying that, but taking time is important to the individual to be able to be a friend, to sit down and, like, you know, actually... Not I guess address the concern at the straight away, but to just be able to you know to be there for the individual, and I guess that's something mm-hmm. that's that we struggle with is being there for someone at a certain time you know that they need us, and then actually taking a step back from their own life to understand what's going on in theirs, yeah but yeah and then i guess like going back you did mention um what was it uh you didn't mention all right about like you yourself having um Oh sorry that was my button there um <laughs> you didn't mention yourself right going through uh you know some traumatic experience um that led up to right you know having um like how people have that experience related up to, you know, mental illness or mental mental health. Um and I and I guess we talked a little about before, um right, about um I guess sexual abuse and stuff and, and you actually being able to um being able to go through and to enjoy and to overcome, you know, think um that certain that certain part of life and I was actually going uh, when you mentioned I go I went over a couple stats and statistics here in, in New Zealand. Um, and I guess one thing that I just, when I was reading, I was just like, dang, like, I didn't even, like, my, me, myself, I wasn't even aware of, like, like how much, you know, like, people actually go through. And me, I was just, I was going through some stats in New Zealand, and this is it here in, in Aotearoa. They said, like, one out of three, you know, maybe abused before she turns 16. And ninety will be done by someone that she knows, and then like going going down, um, I guess one in seven boys, you know, may be abused, you know, by by out, by adulthood. Um, but the one thing that got me was the end where one of the stats where it says um, only ten out of a hundred actually report right these things, which is a huge a huge number. So that means like ninety percent of people like that go through those things like they don't even like a um don't even right re- report it or they don't like they're, they're unable to i guess you know communicate um those things and yeah i guess you know going to Priscilla just go um what are your thoughts on on that
1: um i i think the the numbers are around the same for here in Australia i haven't I knew the numbers in um, 2019. I don't know right now the updated numbers, but um, it still makes me really sad. Yeah. It still makes me really, really sad. And because I was, um, I was that ninety, that ninety percent that wouldn't that, that didn't do anything about it. Well, I did within closed doors with no, nothing, like um, no real consequences for the person who who did those things to me. But um, I feel like that's why I decided that I would become part of that 10%. It's because I, growing up, I was always really concerned. I feel like there's different aspects that contribute to the 90 not going and reporting anything. Because I know for myself, I didn't, I wouldn't do that because I was scared, because of, um, like, it was it was, was kind of embarrassing um and everything but I'm I'm an adult now and I have a niece I have two nieces and one of my nieces is turning the age that I was when those things first started happening to me, when the sexual abuse first started and I look at her and it, it breaks my heart because mm-hmm. I'm just like that was me um and I'm grateful because I know nothing's happening to her but if something were to happen to her I would want her to feel as protected as possible and I I, I was able to get that with my family um, but it wasn't it, it wasn't enough for the things for that person to stop and that that will always be something that will hurt me mm. and so I'm currently taking the steps to be that. Be a part of that ten percent um, and press charges and um, try my best to end that 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 kind of trauma.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I guess it's 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 such a sensitive topic to talk about because, like you know, um, you know, it's happened to a few people, and I guess you know, like what we said, um, that ninety percent that that don't you know address it, um, or that ten percent do. I guess you know you talked. You said um, you were there. The ninety percent for, but I guess what kind of gave you that courage to, um, or what supported and helped you go through from the ninety to that ten percent to actually you know to take a step forward and be like, no, this is not. I'm not having this anymore. Like this. This is what I need to do.
1: My family, um, one hundred percent. My family, especially my my parents, um. When my dad's understanding of mental health grew, it also gave him the ability to open his view on many other things. And so, um, when I came to my dad about what had happened to me, um, you know, what happened to me, he, the response was different. Because when I was in that 90, 90%, I was younger. And That was with a separate occasion, but um, when I decided that I wanted to be a part of that ten percent of doing something and taking that stand, um, my dad' his response was it wasn't as it wasn't angry, it wasn't it wasn't um, like confusion. It was just, I just want whatever you want and that reassurance was everything mm. um because because what, what, what islanders is we like 100 percent there's a different way that normal people normal pacific islanders would take it and i didn't want to do that mm. i wanted i wanted justice the right way and everyone else was bored in my family and that that was that was the one thing that i needed because i didn't care like I know heaps of people, because I, I was very vocal about what happened to me mm. um, on social media and everything. And even in person, I'm very vocal about it. No one will shut me up about it. Um, but I don't care what anyone else has to say, because my family are 100% backing me with this. And, do, and they're doing it the right way. Mm. So.
0: And that's, I guess, yeah, family but that's where family comes in, eh? Just uh, mm-hmm. plays a huge role in, in, in impacting on life, yeah. And I guess, like, just thinking about that, it's just, you know, I'm just trying to process it myself. Um, I guess in, in what ways from the experience and then to you now, um, like, just for those people who are listening and who are watching, wherever they may be, um, like, who are going through the same things and, what, what advice or I guess what um yeah, what piece of advice could you could you yourself give to those people who are struggling in the ninety percent and trying to trying to make it over to that ten percent because it's it's not like I'm not saying it's like easy and something that I can't understand because I haven't actually been through that myself, but trying to I guess um process it like. They'll be i for me myself like if if that happened you know to one of someone that I knew like just imagine like just all the things they wherever they may be, especially as someone that you know where where they're gonna be how you're gonna feel in the same same area right same place, and I guess there're probably people out there trying to wonder like what what piece of advice could you give to them that are going to do the same thing as you
1: um I think advice I would give to someone going through the same or who has gone through the same thing as me is uh, <laughs> just heal. Do everything in your power to heal properly. Mm. Like that's my key word is properly because um it's not I feel like it should your focus should never be from going from that ninety who you never say nothing to the 10%. That shouldn't be your focus. Your focus should be healing and um, being able to really deal with the sexual abuse that you experience, the trauma that you experience. Um, because I thought I was healing properly, but I was not. I just I latched on to anything that made me forget mm. or made me not feel that. And that's the last thing. That any anyone who goes through what um what we went through to do, like he'll probably go um, lean on people that that genuinely love you and care for you, and um, and understand that it's okay, it's okay that you lose people in that process because um, there's only people, and that's okay. Can't, can't keep everybody that you had before you went mm. through sexual abuse because many people they're gonna say a lot of things and they're gonna think a lot of things and it will hurt you but that has nothing to do with that has nothing to do with you. You just have to continually do everything that supports you in the most loving, and the most kindest way to
0: yourself. That's, that's, love that. Yeah. I love it. I guess um. Yeah. Support support is hundred percent important. I guess especially when people go through something traumatic and experience like that. Um. I guess you know moving on. Uh, what does authentic mean to you?
1: Um, I actually googled it.
0: <laughs> Let's <laughs> like, go. <laughs>
1: I'm one of those people that, like, I know words, but then I don't know like the actual, the actual definition. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to Google it because I was just like, when I first read the question, I was like, "authentic" or like being you, just 100% you, and I was basically on point with that. <laughs> um, but for yeah for myself I feel like authentic means um everything you are the good the bad everything and but like you embrace it mm. Cause, yeah yeah just cuz that's my definition
0: <laughs> love the definition 100% i guess a lot of um yeah you're 100% correct so i'll be about being you um, a lot of people in our, in our day-to-day, right, we struggle, we struggle to be ourselves, um, we struggle to be ourselves, but we also struggle to find ourselves, um, mm-hmm. and that's a big issue, I think, in today's society, is like, um, there's so much going on in our lives, and sometimes we forget to take a step back, and we forget to reflect, which is why, you know, 2022, able to reflect on our 2021 and move on to 2022, Um, With bigger, brighter goals, goals that can help us be the better version of ourselves. Um, And one thing that we talked about is um, in previous podcasts about being authentic is, you know, vulnerability. Being able to be a vulnerable self, to be able to um, accept the good parts and the bad parts about ourselves. And to express our vulnerability uh, for ourselves. Um, I guess, yeah, do you have any, any thoughts on that?
1: Mm. Oh, i think you
0: said that beautifully oh thank you thank you um <laughs> nah, yeah and um i guess one of our and i think that's why we try focusing on authentic podcasts is we try to focus on being authentic being ourselves you know being genuine um not only building up our communities with you know um, people who have achieved success or trials that they went through but also understanding that they can be themselves and they can improve and grow um but yeah we're we're grateful to to be able to have this time with you um Priscilla and to get you on the show and to share your experiences and um and your thoughts um and also about you know sexual abuse and how we can help you know that that 90 percent right and to move on to that 10 percent um is there, I guess, anything you would like to, to say or, or address before we, close this up?
1: No, thank you for having me.
0: No and worries. I wish
1: you all the best of luck of being the number one podcast <laughs> <laughs> in
0: Let's go, let's go. In Twenty
1: twenty two. <laughs> no, no, you Speaking <laughs> <laughs> existence,
0: gotta you know, gotta profess, gotta manifest it, manifest. Yes, you know?
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: um yeah well thank you for being here um and guys we'll make sure we'll put her um her platforms here at the bottom of the description below um thanks for joining us today guys if you're listening out there don't forget to like subscribe and comment your thoughts be able um and then also yeah have a good have a good year guys make sure you guys are listening if you're listening in tune in have a good year be strong be focused you know continue to do all that you can and 2022 is here for you this is your year remember that all right guys we'll take it in from there um. Until next time. All right.